0: Seven candidates have qualified for the second Republican presidential debate tomorrow in California. Alphabetically, they are Doug Burgum, Chris Christie, Ron DeSantis, Nikki Haley, Mike Pence, Vivek Ramaswamy, and Tim Scott. That's fewer White House hopefuls than those who assembled last month for their first discussion in Milwaukee. A preview from Philip Bailey, national political correspondent at USA Today. Philip, expectations.
1: So we're going to have a smaller stage, and I think that smaller stage is going to give these candidates more opportunity to express themselves, more opportunity to sort of outline their philosophies. And, and I think maybe, uh, uh Gordon, more opportunities for an exchange between the candidates. And when we have these debates where it's nine, ten plus candidates, even if it's two hours, that provides very limited time for voters to really hear from the mm, contenders. Yeah.
0: What do we expect from uh, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis? Look, I think a lot of eyes are going to be
1: on Governor DeSantis here. He's considered by most to be President Trump's chief rival for the primary, uh, for the Republican nomination. Um, He's risked though losing that considering he's had a very rough summer. Right. Uh, Over the summer, we saw his polls numbers drop. We've seen uh, former President Trump focus a lot of his personal and political attacks on Governor DeSantis. Most recent CNN University of New Hampshire poll. Uh, released ahead of the debate show that DeSantis plummeting 13 percentage points among likely voters wow. in the Granite State since July, going from 23%, right? Second place to fifth with 10% support. So there's a, a serious risk for him taking a nosedive here. Uh, many uh, have been paying attention to that for the past few months. Yeah. What's also interesting, I think, is that the governor DeSantis didn't lay a finger on Donald Trump during the first debate. I expect uh, that will change Uh, in California.
0: We're speaking with Philip Bailey, national political correspondent at USA Today. He's written a piece about how high the stakes are for Republicans in the second Republican debate, which is Wednesday night in California. What about the likes of uh, Nikki Haley, who many felt uh, had had a very good first debate last month in Milwaukee?
1: If there's any candidate, Gordon, who I think had a great night in that first debate on August 23rd, it was certainly former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley. Since then, she has seen a boost in the polls. Uh, she has been looked at more and more by Republicans, for taking a more traditional tone, like on fiscal policy, on foreign policy. And also, I mean, when we look at these other surveys that have come out, she is the candidate, uh, as the only woman candidate in this Republican field, who is seen as the most viable candidate to challenge and defeat uh, President uh, Joe Biden. Hmm. She's leaned heavily onto her foreign policy credentials, given her background as former UN ambassador under Trump, Saying things like, for example, the former President Trump on uh, international affairs has become quote weak in the knees unquote in terms of supporting Ukraine and its war with Russia, a war against Russia. So, and she's also you know made the point that you know working with President Trump, he was very thin skinned. That you know he he changed over time, still mm-hmm. emphasizing you know giving those Trump voters you know hey look I liked President Trump in 2016 when he defeated Hillary Clinton, but over the course of, of his presidency. Uh, he began to change for the worse and also haley is very critical of president trump and his role uh, on january 6th as well so i think if there's anyone who could have a further boost and could really jump ahead and maybe be seen as trump's chief
0: rival it could be Nikki haley i suspect we're going to learn a lot more too about vivek ramaswamy
1: right i mean ramaswamy's campaign has really been to out trump trump really that's the center of his of his conversation with the country and that has gotten him a brighter a spotlight uh, got him to the center of the debate stage back in August, but since then he, we've seen, you know, critics, you know, in the Republican primary say he's inexperienced. He's the youngest, I believe, candidate in the race. Thirty-eight years old. Um, he's also was, had some very controversial moments. For example, in the past month, for example, saying to Massachusetts <clears throat> uh, Congressman Ayanna Presley, a black woman, comparing her to the Ku Klux Klan right? Um, He's defended uh, his past use of a temporary visa program for high-skilled foreign workers, despite his calls to dismantle the system. Mm. And he takes a lot of these sort of hardcore, what quote-unquote revolutionary, far right-wing ideas that have gotten a lot more scrutiny from his opponents um, and from the media. It'll be interesting to see if he was just sort of a momentary candidate, you know, someone who was a flavor of the month. and If he could have some sustainability in this campaign, that's what this Wednesday is going to show.
0: Finish up with uh, Chris Christie, if you would.
1: Yes, uh, former New Jersey governor, Chris Christie, who is his pretty much his promo for this campaign has been, I'm the one prosecuting, you know, former President Trump's character. He has been the most outspoken, most aggressive with President Trump. Um, he has basically said, you know, the President Trump is a chicken for not showing up to these debates. However, when we look at, you know, Christie's poll numbers, what he has to worry about is his unpopularity in the Republican primary. Look, okay. it's no unquestionable issue here. Donald Trump is the clear, unquestionable top dog front runner in this primary. As a result, someone like Chris Christie faces his own popularity issue in reverse. Just 17 percent, Gordon, of New Hampshire Republicans in that CNN University of Ham- New Hampshire poll have a favorable view of uh, Governor Christie. So he faces the problem of the more he criticizes the front runner, the more Republican voters seem to dislike him. So that's a double edged sword for it.
0: Thanks, Philip. Philip Bailey, national political correspondent at USA Today.